What's up, Doom Nation? We are back once again with another Doomed review. And to keep on par for the course, we are reviewing episode four. Are we up of, there already? Yes, we are. Of Obi-Wan of, Kenobi. Yes, sir. Obi-Wan. So what did you think, pal? Quick one, right? Yes. 38 minutes in length in total. And when Bullshit. you factor in, you know, two and a half, three minutes are the intro. Yep, the, and uh, credit the, and credit the, scenes. And then the end credit scenes is like another two and a half minutes. It's like 32 minutes long. It was like a sitcom episode. So right off the bat, that was not good. Um, yeah. uh, this is the first stumble, I'm going to say, for Obi-Wan Kenobi this season. Um I'll just start off with my first point here because I took some notes on this one, even though it was so short. Uh, you know, it starts off kind of with Obi-Wan. He's uh, injured from the fight with Vader last week. They throw his ass in a, in a BAFTA tank, right? Is that how you say it? Yeah, BAFTA. I just call him the regeneration. The regeneration tank. Yeah. tank. Um, and they immediately miss a tremendous opportunity because you could have had a situation where they are both in the tank and they're doing a force communication thing and they have a conversation and you now mm-hmm. bring uh him um what's his name uh why am i blanking on his name plays vader um darth vader christian haydenson christian haydenson now you have an opportunity to bring him back in like you know normal form as a force projection and nothing happens they yeah. kind of like see each other and they're both dancing around and then that's it he comes out yeah of they thing, so. they were connected and they continued the fight the both of them and uh it definitely was a missed opportunity yeah so what'd you think i this is definitely the first stumble um, and it's going to worry me because our biggest beef with everything Disney plus is this six episodes bullshit. And this is episode four. So now we only have two episodes left. So now we have to squeeze everything that's left to do into maybe two hours tops, right. two hours in theory. It's going to be maybe two 45-minute episodes or something like that. I doubt we're going to get exactly two hours. And that is my biggest criticism of all. You gave us a 30-minute filler episode, and now we got to crunch everything in. And I'm not saying it could be bad. It could be the next two episodes could be fantastic. But now you're making me feel this crunch that we're going to jam everything in to the last two episodes and and end this arc way quicker than we needed to just yeah. give us eight to ten episodes yeah so i mean you know we move on from there uh leia and reva uh, have a scene together now reva has captured leia yes. uh and reva is they're back at the inquisitor palace or whatever you want to call on their you know their uh which, ocean moon which is in the base. mustafar system that's yeah. interesting which was I really liked their base. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Super like, you know, security in the water. You got to see some of the different, you know, wildlife in the water. So I thought that was good. Yeah. That's like the base that the CIA would have or something yeah. like that's that. That's the base the CIA does have. Yeah, exactly. So, so Leia and Reva, they have their scene together where Reva's kind of interrogating Leia. And um, there's been a lot of shit about Moses Ingram on uh, social media and in the news about people being racist and people criticizing her for her, for her role and her acting. I haven't had much of a problem with but, her character or her acting up until this point. What's so wrong with her acting? In her, I don't up get until this point. I didn't think there was anything wrong at all. Right. I thought her character was great and her acting was fine for being a, a villain. This was her first chance. However, I felt to really get some hard screen time and shine. 
I didn't get much of a good vibe from it. I don't know. Like it wasn't didn't stand out to me in any way. Her like interrogation of Leia. Mm -hmm. She didn't really come off as like a sinister person. She also didn't come off as like a a cunning villain. Yeah. I don't know what she was. I'm not I'm not even saying a good person either. I'm saying like you could either be like an over the top sinister villain who's just evil. Right. Mm -hmm. Or you could be a cunning villain and you could like have some charisma a about tricky you. trickster yeah I, I didn't really get and th- there wasn't trickery to what she did but the acting portion or i don't know if it's her or if it's the way they wrote this scene or the role it was bland i don't know i felt like it was yeah. a good it was a good premise like an inquisitor is going to inquisit princess leia as a child boy that could have got dark yeah that could have been evil that could have been some fucked up shit and it was just, eh, eh. it was nothing really yeah it was it was banter back and forth between her and a child yeah yeah, I, I didn't see. I looked at it more from the Princess Leia perspective. Sure. I was waiting more f- for her to be cunning and to trick her or she to, was. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, for the most part, she was. Uh, I, I was expecting to see like a little tough girl, you know, take on this inquisitor battle of the minds almost or or even almost escape on her own, mm-hmm. you know. So that's kind of what I was expecting. But yeah, it wasn't anything special. I really I just this episode was a fuller filler episode. It was um, the whole thing was a rescue mission. They were trying yeah. to trying to throw it back to like the new hope rescue mission in the Death Star, I guess you could say. Like it is almost the exact same thing yeah. that occurred. It is Princess Leia again that they're going into like a, a an empire safe house to, you know, save. Yeah. yeah. Um and I start to see I'm starting to see why. I, I think we're starting to see the seeds of why uh, Vader, when he first tested the Death Star, he blew up uh, Le- what's oh, okay, I can't Alderaan. I can't remember the Alderaan. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a funny feeling that, like, for most of Leia's life, she's going to be a thorn in the side of Vader, and he couldn't wait to push from, the button and erase yeah, Alderaan from from like in er, from this early age of ten to. 25 30 whatever she was in a new hope okay that's a good perspective i think we're starting to see the seeds of that yeah um that is interesting that that definitely is a good point the um yeah i mean so the whole thing was basically yeah a rescue mission a quick rescue mission uh i'd appreciate it that they didn't waste any time and they got right into it right because we're we're dealing with a short period of of episodes here um obi-wan is kind of getting his mojo back a little bit yeah Right. But he, not by a lot. Not by a lot. No, uh, he couldn't even move the little remote in the in the plane. Right. We, we've seen now. Right. He's working out his force I, muscles. I, I realized something and it goes back to Yoda's quote, you know, uh, anger leads to hate. Hate leads to uh, fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Obi-Wan is fearful of Darth Vader. He lost that fight. Obi-Wan got angry at Leia in the last episode saying no one's coming for us. They lied to us. Anger. He, and he ended up getting hurt and he's suffering. He doesn't have the full force on his side. He's weakened because he is plagued by fear and anger and hate and suffering. He's almost in Anakin's shoes. Now clouding his mind, not being able to do what he used to do. And with that, Doom Nation, we'll be right back after a few messages. 
What's up, everyone? It's the Two Do Men, and we're here to tell you about a partner of ours, the Patriot Cigar Company. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with the idea of incorporating the love of cigars with the love for freedom and America. There is no better way to celebrate our love for our country and freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium cigar. After months of trying out different blends and working with master blenders, they created the Hellfire, TNT, Sidewinder, Moab, and Mark 48, which we have right here. Each cigar is made with premium tobacco, aged a minimum of three years in Nicaragua. You know, this is a true story. I had really fallen off smoking cigars for a while, and I just couldn't find anything that I enjoyed or wanted to sit through until I was introduced to the Patriot Cigar Company, and these are honestly some of the best cigars I've smoked in a long time. And the best part about it is you could go to MyPatriotCigars.com and use our promo code DOOMED to get 15% off your order. So if you're ready to enjoy a nice cigar, head on over to their website by using the link in our episode description below. Wow, that was some insightful shit, Cap, I have to say. I didn't even think yeah. of it that way, but you are 100% correct. Yeah. He's going through the trials of being put in Anakin's shoes while he's being hunted and theoretically facing yeah. Anakin again for the first time in 10 years. That is a great, great point. Yeah. And it just it leads to him suffering each time yeah. the end of this episode he got out by the skin of his teeth but they lost that guy suffering right you know? he also here's another interesting you know scene or thing that happened you know when they're when he gets into this inquisitor palace and he's sneaking around and whatnot he gets to the basement right and there's a bunch of dead people like in these tubes yeah. or whatever right so he's also now he seems to recognize some of these people right so he's being put they're through all- that they're all past Jedi's. Right. I was going to um, ask you. You probably. I was going to bring this up. There. So, when if you looked in the room where the Inquisitors were, there was um, lightsabers all around the room. They lined the room, and then in the other room was past Jedi's. The only thing is, I know there's a ton of Easter eggs in there. I know one of them was that dude's wife, um, that he met on the ship. Because he said he had a wife to, uh, who was helping them along the path. Okay. He said, I had a wife. They even killed her, blah, blah, blah. Uh, she was in there. I know there was some Easter eggs, but that's definitely some like cartoons and right. comic books. That's what I thought. Jedi's that I don't, I, you no. know, I'm lucky I know half their names to begin with. Yeah. The, the, the one I did recognize is there was just a Padawan, right? The, the young link yeah. that, that they've focused in on, which is a, a major focus somewhat of the show i think maybe maybe that youngling will have something to do with reba later on it could have been if we look yeah. back maybe it was one of the younglings in that opening scene who knows so i mean you know that also and they, and they say they said that anybody who's force sensitive even children right that also is again going back to the punishment and the suffering of of obi-wan mm-hmm. he now gets to see a youngling right remember anakin killed youngling yep. children so that there's that aspect to it um you know at this point, you know, Leia is put into that torture thing and Obi-Wan saves her. I thought that was a pretty cool scene where he, you know, was in the darkness and now he uses the darkness to his advantage yeah. against the uh, the stormtroopers and he, you know, uses the lightsaber and he kills him finally. He seems to be getting his mojo back with the lightsaber. Um, before I go on to my next point, which is where things really go off the rails, I don't know, any other points you want to make? I still love that there is no accuracy training yeah. in stormtrooper boot camp through and through generals, sergeants, 
officers. No one can shoot straight. I don't know who is supplying the empire with these rifles, but they're not worth shit because everybody's taking it. Yeah, everybody like Han Solo with a pistol can take you out from two, three hundred yards. But a stormtrooper in a hallway where you're shooting fish in a barrel can't hit nobody. I, I, I love, you know, during quarantine, I rewatched all the Star Wars and in all the Star Wars in the in a new the only time uh, a stormtrooper shot somebody was in the very beginning of a new hope and his gun was set to stun. It was the only time they ever used the stun one. So they didn't even get a kill. They only right. stunned the person. I just I that's this classic. Was like, I loved it. This was Call of Duty. They're like, oh, for they're oh, and like 200 billion. They've, yeah, they've yeah. never killed it's anybody. insane how they're just yeah. inaccurate. They all are. They're comedy relief. They're cannon fodder. They're just there to be, yeah. you know, mindless. Yeah. They're the NPCs that go down. Yeah. So so Obi-Wan, I did like that. Yeah. They are bringing back uh, deflecting the lasers to, uh, with the lightsaber. Yes. I, I always that was enjoyed cool. that. Yes. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. I thought that was a. That was a scene trying to show you he's getting his mojo back because yeah. he's using the lightsaber now to defend himself as well mm-hmm. as, as well as offensively. I thought it was a little bit of a throwback to to the Clone Wars. Like there was a lot of that in the Clone Wars, yes. and, that and there style, wasn't a lot of it in the last three. No, or or the original ones. There was almost none of that right. for the most part. So I, I thought that was a little bit throwback to that, which was a pretty cool thing. After after uh, Obi Wan here saves Leia and gets her out of this interrogation room, I, I think the episode goes off the rails. It's just a you, shootout. You, it's a shootout, but I mean, Indira Varma's character, I forget her name, she gives him a dirty coat and is like, all right, let's get out of here. And they just walk on out of a, the Inquisitor's home base, the CIA, their home base yep. with a dirty coat and a kid walking under the coat, and the coat looks abnormally large. And mind you, yep. every single person in the base knows there is an intrusion occurring and it's of two people specifically an old man and a child and he's able to just almost walk all the way to the front door until Riva then appears that's, with I, I, I can't I, yeah. I couldn't believe it it was that's it was because, too unbelievable for me to, to think that that was that's because cool. in it's easy to move in chaos people are running around frantically I it, it looked stupid it was a dumb plot but I get it. It's like, you know, those scenes like in a movie or maybe even you've pulled something off where like you got to sneak past someone or you're doing something wrong and you're like, I, I, I'm just going to get up and walk out of the room. Yeah. And like you just you just act like you're there and you walk out the room and no one notices you. And it was like you were invisible. That's kind of what they were really going for. But it looked stupid with the kid. Under. Yeah, it did. I guess you're right. I do have a, a, a real quick uh, real life scenario that that occurred on. Uh, me and a buddy of ours, we got kicked out of a bar near Yankee Stadium. Uh, we wanted to go back into the bar. We went around the corner. We changed clothes and got back in because they didn't recognize us because we were wearing yeah. each other's clothes. So we that that has occurred in my real life. So I guess maybe it isn't that far fetched. <laughs> yeah, you just in chaos. You just walk like you're there and no one pays attention. The one thing I thought was stupid was what's her name? Um, the actress that was helping Obi Wan, Dira Varma. I don't remember what her character's name is. So that's her real name. We really gotta get better at remembering character yeah, names. Yeah. It's just too many, you know, a lot Something of erased files. T, I think. Um, you know, she gets past the first guard, then she gets into the room, and then she's whispering into her microphone, and no one else in the room notices. <laughs> then another officer comes in, 
And she's like, yeah, just come, just come over here. I want to show you something and beats his ass. And no one in the room hears it. No one else in the room notices that the commanding officer just got knocked out two feet behind you. Yeah. There was a lot of, uh, you know, they wanted, they they were really like asking for me to believe, believe a lot. Her, her, uh, her character's name is named Tala. Tala. There you go. Right. Um, one thing I thought was cool. I noticed is the, the communicator she was using was a throwback to the old movies communicator that they used back then. Exact same type. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, you know, they escape because some pilots come always in. escapes, you know, they manage, you know, the, the, these pilots manage to get past all of the CIA defenses and just swoop in, save them magically. At the end of the day, they fly away. One of the pilots is killed. And then we have this scene where they're sitting around sad and they focused a lot on one of the two pilots and how sad this was. And I couldn't understand why I had to give a fuck. Because I didn't know them. I didn't, didn't care about them. Yeah. them. Yeah. Didn't need them. I wasn't tied to them emotionally yet. They were just too nameless. They're not even rebels yet, right? Because the Rebel Alliance hasn't really been formed yet. Mm-hmm. I don't. It was just poor writing. Well, I don't understand she said why it. She goes, care. I guess you guys are soldiers now. You know? Yeah. But it's still, it's, it's a bunch of characters that are just NPCs. Yeah. You know? Why would I care about an NPC? I did you think. Know, it, it was like, it, it would be the same if like, after they left the base, we saw like a bunch of stormtroopers sitting around like the, the cafeteria. Right. Like, I can't believe they got J20. Right. Oh, yeah. like my God. To, and, and now the show <laughs> presumes that you're supposed to care about yeah. J20. Like, it, it didn't make any sense to me, which I think was also even more bizarre, because then in like the next minute, they had a great touching moment where Leia held Obi-Wan's hands that I cared yeah. about because it was they're forming a bond. She's his ch- She is a child. And as you remember back, they have a relationship, you know, yeah. uh, you know, as a reference in the in the original one. I yes. still have to watch A New Hope again closer and see because I want to pay more attention to Princess Leia because I really think there's going to be some type of a plot hole that she learns all this Jedi mind right. trick shit that she just never brings up to Luke, who's in the middle of his training yeah. from the guy who trained her. You know what right. I mean? Like just yeah. keeps keeps all her cards to her chest. You know, I was like, oh, I, I learned that when I was eight. You know, what are you doing over here? I'll hold you to it. Watch it before uh, the last episode, maybe. Yeah, I gotta um, try and find time. So one of the few saving graces is when Darth Vader comes into the room. One of the, the one <laughs> of the, the, the they have. This was a, a terrible episode, but Vader almost saves it with the 30 seconds of screen time he has. They have yeah. completely nailed this character. He's menacing. He comes in there like a, an angry lunatic and he immediately like lifts Reva and intimidating as fuck. Intimidating. Yeah. They got his. That's one thing I cannot take away from the show. And I don't think they're going to mess up. They have completely perfectly encapsulated what Darth Vader is supposed to be. Yeah. That was a great scene. We find out that Reva um, put a tracker on them and it happens to be yep. that little droid thing that, that Leia has. Yeah. Um, as soon as she mentioned she had a tracker, it clicked for me that that's what happened. Yeah, um, I figured that's what it was on. And uh, the one thing I did yeah. like is um, Vader, like, put her down and he's like, oh, I underestimated you. Right. Like, you don't see that. No, I've never worked for a boss who's admitted they were wrong. The force choke. You know what I'm saying? Like, and here is the guy that's going to own the galaxy, own the universe to the outer rims. He's like, oh, all right. I was wrong. Go you. Okay. So accountability goes. That. Accountability goes a long way in <laughs> yeah. being a great leader, right? So there you go. Darth yeah. Vader knows what it takes to be a great leader, I guess you could say. Yeah, I guess so. Um, 
And then that's it. The episode ends. Yeah, pretty much yeah. with that. And uh, there's a lot to to occur um, in the last two. And and I really hope they're not short, short because we haven't seen Qui Gon Jinn. There's you know that you know I don't know I don't know how we're gonna get the rest. I, of it. There's I still predict- a confrontation to be had. Real quick, yeah. last point here between Reva and Obi Wan, and then again Vader and Obi Wan. So like, mm-hmm. there's two episodes left. Are we gonna cram the confront two confrontations into one? Are we gonna do one in both? How is that gonna work? Is it gonna make any sense? I don't know. We'll see. I um, see. I mean, there's just you. You said Qui Gon Jinn. You said Reva versus Obi Wan. Vader versus Obi Wan. Leia getting saved and brought back to her her parents. Uh, you know, uh, any more Easter eggs? It's a and you know, and then the um, Reva verse the other bro- the second brother, right? Too, he's right. pissed off at her. Yeah, there's a lot to cram into two more episodes. Um, and I still think you're right that you know, f- Obi Wan's gonna find the Force and he's gonna see Qui Gon Jinn, and that's what's gonna empower him to take on Reva or Vader or whatever. I don't know. Maybe it could be a cliffhanger. I have uh, my theory for the next episode is going to be uh, Obi Wan regaining his mojo, his the force. You know, maybe not full tilt, but like this is the path. And then when he could finally face Vader, it's going to be like an actual match. But I just, I really hope it doesn't get crammed into a forty-minute episode. Yeah, I agree. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, second that. I think this next episode will be where he uh, talks with Qui-Gon Jinn and Qui-Gon helps him get his mojo back, yeah. you know, pretty much fully. And that will set him uh, up for the final confrontation in the last one. And we'll see. I, I think the next know, one will be more of a character, uh, a, a character building episode again, yeah. as opposed to just this was like a rescue action mission. Right. You know, I don't know. I I just I haven't researched it. Maybe, you know, is there a season two of Obi-Wan? Are we know. getting that or is this one and done? I could do a quick Google search because I don't know how I would feel about it. But I guess if we're going to get a season two, I wouldn't mind too much. I really don't want like the end of season one to be a cliffhanger like and Obi-Wan never faces Vader. If we're you know what I'm saying? Like all out like full tilt yeah faces i guess yeah. i guess if there's if there's going to be a season two you know fine we make you know the big battle at the end is obi-wan versus reva but if we're not getting a season two and we're not gonna you know what i mean like i you, you can't yeah, you can't leave us high and dry yeah uh there's really nothing it doesn't say people don't know they haven't made any statements i agree i don't think this show should have had two seasons i think this should have been a one just single a, story, one story. Arc, one and done, yeah. but it should have been done right with enough time and whatnot. There's still a chance to salvage it. Not um, they it, they couldn't make it work in, in the last yeah. two episodes. I don't know. They could be, you know, they could be long enough. I don't know, but I don't think there should be a season two because, like, I just don't think I don't disagree. Ha- this is this is a story, it's a one off story. Yeah, so uh, we'll see. You know. I, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll hold ourselves accountable. Our review yeah. here is almost longer than the entire episode. So, okay, yeah, there you go. That's usually a, that's usually a telltale sign of a problem. What do you want? <laughs> what do you uh, what do you want to rate it? Give it a, a I'm rate giving it. it a five only because 30 seconds worth of Vader and a touching moment uh, with Leia and Obi-Wan and lightsaber action. OK, yeah, I'm going to give it a four point five. Not good. 
uh yeah. four, you know yeah. three out of the 4.5 is vader you know force choking and <laughs> the other you know 1.5 is the is the nice you know touching moment the rest yeah was, that you got to watch the episode today yeah uh not good uh no. concerned but we'll see you know everybody right. stumbles now and then we'll see what happens first the first three were amazing so they're still yeah. in there something's going on up there in these riders heads somewhere so we'll see what happens yeah make it worthwhile guys yeah all right all right doom nation this has been another doomed review we hope you guys enjoyed it and we will see you again next week for the fifth installment of obi-wan kenobi may the force be with you